Hey, hey there, and welcome to episode number 118, where today we are going to talk all about how to stop doubting yourself. Let's go. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast this week. It's so much fun recording with a new microphone. <laughs> it's all of a sudden so like big and serious and fun. So I hope you all are noticing that the microphone and the quality is better. My fingers are crossed. <laughs> Either way, it's way more fun. So I'm going to keep using it. So how you doing? How are you out there? Are you happy? Are you living a life you love? Are things going well? And if not, why not? What are you doing about it? We're going to start off today with a little bit of a rant. It's going to be little, but I think it needs to be said. All right, I'm going to talk about it. Then we are going to move on to talking about how to stop doubting yourself. You guys are in for such a treat today. I actually delivered a webinar, like a free training today, on how to stop doubting yourself. And I am condensing that down into a podcast version for you today. It was so fun teaching that. Now, let's, let's go off on a little rant first and a little tangent, okay? If you are not happy right now, if you are feeling a little bit miserable, here's something that y'all need to know. COVID is not the reason you are unhappy, my friend. It isn't the reason you are miserable. What we choose to think about COVID is the reason we're unhappy. Right? I see so many people out there, especially in the solo women travel tribe community right now, blaming COVID, saying that COVID is the reason they're miserable and they're unhappy and they can't enjoy life because they can't travel because of COVID. Right? This is BS and I am going to address that. So how do we know that this is true? How do I know that it's what we're choosing to think about COVID, the thoughts we're choosing to think are the reason we feel the way we feel. How do we know that? Because we're all experiencing different feelings as it pertains to COVID, right? I'm living in New Zealand. You, are, you might be living in America or in the UK or in Europe, right? I have friends all over the world who are still happy regardless of where they live and the experience they are having as it pertains to COVID. People I know have lost their jobs, right? They have, you know, suffered hardships, but they are still happy. If you want to stop feeling like crap, you just have to choose different thoughts. Because COVID is here, my friends. It's happening. You don't have to feel happy about it. But you also don't have to feel unhappy and miserable because of it. The choice is yours. And COVID is not the reason you are miserable or unhappy. And let's be real. I would rather live in a world without COVID. 
And maybe you're listening to this in the future. You're like, wow, it's gone. It's good now, right? Maybe not. Either way, arguing with reality doesn't help. When we argue with reality, we suffer. If you are arguing with the reality of COVID right now, you are suffering, right? I am a positive and happy person because of my thoughts, my thoughts about my life, my thoughts about the future, my thoughts about the world. I choose not to focus on the things I can't control and the reality of not being able to travel right now, right? Instead, I focus on what I can control and where I can enjoy my life. The choice is yours. All right, I love you. And that is my rant. It is over. So let's move on to talking about doubt. Okay, specifically, we are going to be talking about how to stop doubting yourself. Now, I feel like I'm very well equipped when it comes to talking about this and having a conversation about doubt because I used to experience so much self-doubt and it held me back in so many ways. I used to be very insecure. I lacked confidence. I had a lot of self-doubt and I experienced a lot of anxiety and I felt almost paralyzed by those emotions, right? They really like almost held me hostage, the amount of doubt I had and what I was, you know, doing and not doing with my life. So I feel very well equipped to kind of have this conversation and open up about it because I have seen it play out in so many different areas of my life, right? And today I am a confidence coach for women. I'm at the other end of the spectrum, right? I've gone from doubt to incredible confidence. I'm a confidence expert. I talk about and teach confidence all day long and I love it. So I can really, I can really, um, what's the word? I can really understand both experiences, the doubt and the confidence and what it takes to get from one to the other, right? So let's talk about that. Let's start start off with why doubt is a problem, okay? So doubt is a problem because we use it as a reason not to take action, right? When we feel that doubt, when we're having those thoughts like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have what it takes. I'm afraid that I'm not good enough, right? Whatever those thoughts are that are giving you that doubt, we use that as a reason to hold ourselves back, as a reason to not do the thing that we want to do, right? That doubt is a problem because it can stop us. It can keep us stuck. Doubt will literally stop us from making our dreams come true, right? I remember doubting myself and my ability to be an entrepreneur, to work for myself, right? I had so much drama in my head about why I couldn't do it, right? I've never done it before. I don't have the skills. I'm afraid of being solely responsible for my income and paying my bills instead of relying on my job, right? And that paycheck that I get every week. And that doubt kept me stuck for years, I spun in that doubt, not taking action and not working towards my dream, right? Of working for myself full time, right? And eventually, like I finally overcame that and I did it. But that doubt almost held me like a hostage for years. So let's talk about, I'm going to give you three things that you need to know today about doubt. Okay, there's three things. 
And the first one is that your brain is always trying to protect you. And that is why you have doubt. Okay. So doubt's going to feel very necessary. It's going to feel very true, right? Like it's trying to warn us, right? Now, it used to be. It used to be very necessary back in the day. But today, it doesn't serve us in quite the same way. Now, you may have heard me talk before about caveman days, right? So back in the caveman, cavewoman days, where our brains have evolved from, right? Our brains had three main functions. And those three main functions were to avoid pain, to seek pleasure, and to do everything with minimal effort to conserve our energy. Okay? So, if you think back to, you know, where we've evolved from and we're living in caves, right? And you imagine that you're, you've come out of the cave and you've decided that you're going to pick some fruit and it's up in a tree that's really, really high up. And you're standing at the bottom and you're staring up into the tree and you're feeling some doubt. Now that doubt was good, right? That doubt was trying to protect you from potentially falling out of that tree. That doubt was trying to warn you, okay? Now, if we fast forward to today, right, and we're experiencing doubt when we want to do something new, like we want to change jobs, or we want to start our own business, or we want to start dating again, right? And our brains are offering us this self-doubt and telling us that we can't and that we shouldn't and we don't have what it takes, right? Our brain is trying to avoid potential pain, right? The pain of potential rejection, of potential failure, pain of the unknown. And our brain tries to seek pleasure by staying where we are, Our brains see where we are as comfortable. It's what we know. It's certain, right? And that is more pleasurable to our brain. And of course, we want to conserve energy by not doing the very thing we want to do, right? Because we want to save that energy for fight or flight. So our doubt is pretending to be necessary in order to protect us, right? In order for our evolution, But today in our modern world, it doesn't serve us like it served us back in those caveman, cavewoman days. But our brain doesn't know that. It can't tell the difference, right? Our brain is just trying to avoid pain, seek pleasure, save your energy, right? And one of the ways it does that is to give you some self-doubt, okay? So the reason you have that self-doubt is because you're doing or thinking thinking about doing something that your brain just doesn't want to do, right? It's not because you can't do it or you shouldn't do it, right? Your brain just doesn't like change. Your brain just doesn't like doing new and different things. Our brain just doesn't like uncertainty. That's it. Our brain is simply doing its job. Nothing has gone wrong. It's just offering us some doubt. Now, the second thing I want to offer you is redefining your doubt. I want you to think about what you make it mean when you have doubt. 
When you feel doubt for that thing that you want to do, what do you make it mean? So here are some of the things that I, I have made this mean for me in the past or present, right? Or that I hear my clients make it mean. We make it mean that we don't have what it takes. We make it mean that we don't know what we're doing. We make it mean that this is a bad idea, right? We make it mean that if it doesn't feel right, we shouldn't do it. And we also make like that doubt that we feel, we make it mean that we shouldn't feel that way, that something is wrong. Therefore, we should stop, right? Therefore, we should question ourselves. Now, your definition of doubt, what you are making it mean is optional, right? That's a choice. Now, you may have heard me talk about this before as it pertains to both success and failure, right? What are you defining as success? What are you defining as failure? So many of us have this um, like predetermined definition of failure that if we fail, that's it. Game over. We lost. We suck. We are terrible. We're never going to figure it out, right? But what I have my clients do is I help them redefine failure ahead of time. So when you fail, and you're going to fail on the way to succeeding, my friends, it's unavoidable, right? When you fail, what is it going to mean? Is it going to mean that you are getting closer, that you just figured out what doesn't work, so now you're closer to what does work? You just learned, right? We learn so much more from failure than we do from success, right? You can celebrate your failures. Like I have my clients start a little journal and put gold stars in them. Right, gold star, put the date and how you failed. Celebrate the shit out of that. Right? Take the negativity out of failing. Yes, it's still allowed to hurt. It's still allowed to suck. Right? But it doesn't have to mean that you can't do it and that you should stop and this is it. Game over. The same is true for doubt. Right? It has a meaning that so many of us throughout society have attached to it right? That we shouldn't feel doubt. That, you know, doubt means something's gone wrong. Like we should question ourselves. We should second guess. No. No, my friends. What do you want that doubt to mean? Here's what I want to offer you. I make doubt mean that my brain is just doing its job. My brain wants me to remain exactly where I am because it sees this as being safe and comfortable. But I don't want to remain here. My brain's doing its job. That's it. When I feel doubt, I make it mean I'm doing something new. Something new, something that could be exciting. And when I experience doubt, and yes, I still get doubt to this day, I make it mean I'm going after my goals and my dreams. I am playing big. I make doubt mean that I'm on the right track, right? I believe that if you're not feeling doubt, you aren't playing big enough, right? If you aren't feeling like, you may have heard me say this as it pertains to like imposter syndrome. If you're not feeling like an imposter, maybe you're not living a big enough life. Maybe you're not really going after your dreams, right? The same is true for doubt, And you get to decide what you make doubt mean. Decide ahead of time what that definition of doubt is for you. Okay, redefine your doubt. 
take the negativity, take the sting right out of it. Okay. Now, number three, the third thing I want to share with you to help you to stop doubting yourself is to show yourself that you can do it. Now, this is very action orientated. So what I want you to picture for me, first of all, is two filing cabinets. Okay, you've got a filing cabinet on the left of you and a filing cabinet on the right of you. And just so you know, I'm using my hands as I describe this to you. I use my hands a lot when I'm teaching and when I'm coaching. And you all can't see me. You can only hear me. But just so you know, my hands are out describing this to you. Okay. (laughs) So we've got a filing cabinet on the left. And that's our negative filing cabinet. And we got one on the right. And that's our positive one. Now, when you feel self-doubt, your brain's all up in that negative filing cabinet, flicking through it, looking for all of the reasons why you should doubt yourself. Why you can't do this, why it's too hard, why you don't have what it takes, all of the stuff. Your brain's all up in that filing cabinet, right? We have to make a deliberate choice to look at the positive filing cabinet, all of the evidence that we have that we've collected over the years to show ourselves that we can do hard things. We can do challenging things. We can do things that we've once never done before. Right. So what I want to encourage you to do is to start a file of fantastic shit. Now, I have done this in two ways. I have a physical like uh, book, a kind of like a scrapbook or a journal. Right. And you just literally put photos and images in it. You can also do it on your cell phone. Real easy. I have also started a folder on the photos app in your phone. Like I've also started a folder and I called it my file of fantastic shit. And I screenshotted a lot of things. And then I saved like different photos throughout the years in there. Right. And what you're doing, right, is you're collecting evidence to put in this file of fantastic shit of any time you have done something challenging, any time you have overcome a fear, any time you have got outside your comfort zone and any time you have achieved something, right? So often there are things that we have done in our life that we'd once never done before and we just kind of like breeze over them. Like, you know, once you didn't know how to drive a car, right? Way back when you didn't know how to walk, right? Once you didn't know how to go for a job interview, right? You didn't know how to be qualified or certified or do whatever it is, the job that you do right? There are so many things that you can put in that pile of fantastic shit, right? Show yourself that, yeah, you are brave. You are courageous. You can do a whole bunch of amazing things that you haven't done before. Maybe it's photos from a skydive, right? I've got photos in mind from when I swam with sharks, right? That favorite photo from your solo trip, your very first solo trip, your second, your third, your fourth solo trip, right? You can even take like screenshots and print them out from people who have commented and said things like, wow, that's so brave or inspiring or, you know, like, that's amazing that you did that. Thank you for sharing that. Right. Collect the evidence. This is for our positive filing cabinet and to show our brain. Okay. Remember, we are showing our brain that we can do hard, uncomfortable, challenging things. And you will find that there is evidence in that positive filing cabinet, things you can put in your file of fantastic shit, 
where you doubted yourself, right? Things you have done where you had self-doubt and yet you still did them, right? One of the things that is in my file of fantastic shit is when I completed my first triathlon. And, you know, I wasn't at my ideal weight. I wasn't as fit as I wanted to be. And I remember turning up there on the morning of the triathlon and I was so anxious and I was feeling a lot of doubt. And I'm looking around at all of these like fit women who are like really looking the part and dressed in the gear and all of that. And I'm like, whoa, oh my God, I don't think I can do this, right? This is doubt, but I did it. And now I get to look at the photos and remind myself I can feel doubt and still do the things I want to do. Right? I felt that doubt and on the other side, I felt proud and accomplished and excited and I did it. Right? So what we're doing here with this vial of fantastic shit is we're showing ourselves, hey, We can do hard things. We can do uncomfortable things. We can do things even when we feel the doubt, right? We can do things we've never done before. And it's all going to help to grow our self-belief and our self-confidence. All right, my friends. So here's a quick recap of the three things that I have taught you so far, right? Our brains are going to produce self-doubt to protect us. Remember the caveman, cavewoman days right? Our brains have evolved to do three things. Avoid pain, seek pleasure, and use minimal effort. Conserve our energy, right? The second thing we talked about was redefining what it means to experience self-doubt. Decide ahead of time, like decide now. When you have doubt, what does it mean, right? For me, it definitely means I am going after my goals and my dreams. I'm playing big, And number three is to start that pile of fantastic shit and show your brain you are capable. All right, my friends, you got this. Have a magical, amazing week. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Hey, friend, I just wanted to extend a little offer to you. If you want to grow your confidence, if you are ready to create the courage and the confidence you need to change your life, then let's talk, okay? I am a life coach. I specialize in teaching women how to believe in themselves and have their own backs and then grow their confidence to whole new levels, all right? If that is something you are interested in, then I really want to encourage you to explore coaching with me. And you start by booking in for a free consult. It's a free 60-minute chat where me and you hop on Zoom and we talk about you and your life, where you are at and where you most want to be. And I will tell you all about coaching, how we can work together. And also what I'm going to give you is a little prescription that you can start working on straight away to start moving the needle in the right direction, okay? To start growing your confidence today. So if that's you, Head on over to solowomentraveltribe.as.me slash consult. And I can't wait to meet you on Zoom. I'll see you soon.